1: Good people, welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. This is episode 87, Dear America. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Everyone, you know, relaxed, party, Sunday fun day. I saw Toronto was lit. I'm very pissed I was not there, but maybe next year I will try it out. Okay, good people, but I do see everybody had a good time. Um, Also over the weekend, We did have another two mass shootings. Um, One happened in El Paso, Texas at a Walmart, and another one happened in Dayton, Ohio at a bar. Um, So, of course, with our Damn America topics, we're definitely gonna get into that, um, discuss some things and go over some things, and then, of course, we'll get into talking the shit. So, let's get into the show. Um, So, Damn America, uh, I hope everyone caught the Democratic debate, the nights that we had it on, the 30th and the 31st. I did watch both days, and I don't know why we had so many candidates. It's too many of them, 20 of them. Um, the first night... Nobody really did it for me the first night. I mean, Bernie had some good points. He, you know, was very strong. Um, who else was on there with him? Um, Elizabeth Warren. She was. She was. She was good too. She. She had some points. But I mean, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. The first night was a little dry. Like the first night, I didn't really watch the whole full debate. Um, I kind of like turned. I I'm not kind of, but I turned it off at like eleven o'clock. Like not even eleven o'clock, cause that's when it was over. I'm sorry, I take that back. I'm lying. I turned it off like maybe nine thirty, nine forty-five. Like it was, it was very dry to me. Like the points were cool. Everybody, you know, were speaking some good things. It was just like nothing that I heard like was like damn like nothing like stood out to for me for the first night the second night the second night was a good night um the second night who we had we had cory booker we had um joe biden uh kamala harris um the williamson lady uh we had uh what's pedo no 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 who else who else who else uh, the lady from Hawaii, she was on there, uh, the second night, because I really remember her, although I don't remember her name, um, but she stood out to me because she kind of came at Kamala Harris, like, when it talked about, like, the prison reform and the Justin Reform, she really came with the smoke with that one. So, kind of left Kamala Harris, like, stuck. Like, oh, hold up. And then, you know, of course, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, they got into a little bit um, of uh, debate antics. But the second night was really good. I think um, Cory Booker was strong. Um, I think with his, you know, his delivery, um, some of his points. um, Honestly... The underdog, the Williamson lady, she was very strong with a couple of points. Um, I don't know if I may have her wrong, but I don't know if she's on... I may be wrong about her being on the second night. She may have been on the first night. I'm not sure, but she has some, you know, good points there. Um, My thing with all of them is just too many of them. Like, it's too many of them. uh, They all are like... I don't know. I just can't grasp it. Like, and and then, like, as many times as they say Trump, oh, my God, every sentence they start with is Trump this, Trump that, Trump this, Trump. Like, if you were playing a drinking game, you'd probably be drunk because they just said Trump so many times. Like, it was just ridiculous. It was just, like, to me, I was just like, damn, like, how many fucking times do you want to hear this man's name? But... Some people, I guess, that they're saying kind of stood out was um, Elizabeth Warren, um, Bernie Sanders, of course, Cory Booker, um, the lady, the Senate from uh, New York, the Kristen lady, um, hmm, Joe Biden, of course, uh, Kamala, of course. Uh, and who else? <laughs> um, I didn't really see anyone else that kind of stood out. Um, but it was a good amount of, uh, good amount of people. Um, I really also like the, 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 the Chinese guy, he was good also. Um, I can't think of his name right now, but he did a really good job. Uh, let me see what his name is. Let me hold up. I can probably find it. Hmm. Let me see who we have. I think he was on here. Mm, no. Andrew Yang yeah Andrew Yang was good he had some very good valid points um he did uh, certain things that struck out to me that I kind of agreed with with certain things with him also when he did uh, discuss anything about Trump his points were like sh- flat on like if they were like great he had good points a uh, good point of view with certain things um Do I see this election turning in a different way? Honestly, no. Um, The reason why is I just don't see that hope. Like, I haven't felt that hope in my heart yet. Like, I haven't felt like this is going to be a turnaround for us. And I'm only saying that because I feel like a lot of people are discouraged. A lot of people already feel that Trump is already going to be in office again. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't even really, even though he does these antics and, you know, he's an asshole and he's racist, I don't even think he probably wants to be in the fucking office again. Like, I think he is just probably wants someone to take over and someone to be the next president and not him. Because honestly, I feel like he didn't think he was gonna win um and when he won it was just like damn i gotta do you know work and i honestly he didn't know what was to come of this presidency like i think he just did it like i think he was at the bar with one of his friends and they just did a bet and then he placed the bed and he fucking won. Like, he doesn't really care, honestly. Like, doesn't give two shits. He doesn't know any policies. He doesn't know what's going on. He tweets more than he fucking does any press conferences. So, it's just like, to him, this is all a fucking game. He won the game, and now he's playing it, but he's playing it horribly. And... For us going forward, it's just like, you know, we have all these fucking Democrats running. After we have all these Democrats running, it's just like, damn, don't forget about your seats that you have in the House because who we're going to need you to represent is there. Like, all of y'all cannot be fucking running. So they were supposed, if they're going to narrow it down to somebody, I honestly don't know who it will be. Um, like, like I said, some of them had some good points. Some of them didn't. Some of the points stood out. Some didn't. It's just like, you know, who is going to be there to represent that? So it's just a little shaky. And then, you know, we have these two mass shootings that just occurred over the weekend. It's just like, things are just really just, um, just shows us that we're focusing on things that really, at this point in time, I'm not going to say they don't matter, but just aren't of, of importance. And that kind of leads me into my next topic with Damn America. is like, you know, can black people be racist? My friends feel, I feel, no. Like, I feel like just looking at these mass shootings and just looking at the things on social media and looking at the pictures of previous mass shootings, the previous mass shootings and every mass shooting that has occurred has been a white man. And everything that has occurred with this white person, a white male, is either they're doing hatred acts. Um, the El Paso guy, he said he was, going in there to shoot all the Spanish people because in his mind, Trump has made him feel and think that all Spanish people are wrong. Then we have the young guy who they took to fucking Burger King and he went in there and killed all the black people at church. So it's just like when I look at these things and I look at these pictures and I look at, you know, the police brutality and things like that, black people cannot be racist to me. There is no way. And I feel like, you know, people may take this the wrong way. and People may be like, "Yo, Shay, you're tripping." But at the end of the day, I feel like we are the only r- race that is hated the most. Hated the most. Everyone loves the Asians, everyone loves the white people, everyone loves um the Italians, everyone loves the Spanish. Like, we are the most hated race. And the thing that comes of this is that we're the most hated race, but the other races are majority of half of the issues that like are occurring like I'm not saying that the Asians are the issue because honestly the Asians don't be fucking with nobody I mean yeah they buy up every fucking pop and uh, you know carry out on the corner but at the end of the day we all know that the Asians about making their money and then when you have all of these lists of mass shootings and you know all these gun laws every person that has been Purchase a AK-47 or any type of rifle has been a white male, a white male, and the thing about it is, our black men are the ones that are being targeted and shot down and gunned down, like. There's no care in the world and, you know, you feel so threatened by the black male when you pull them over or when you uh, see them walking down the street or when you encounter them, you're just so threatened. But here we have these white males that can either take it upon their stuff and go to a concert, a movie theater, a Walmart, a bar, anywhere and just shoot up people because of all the hatred in their hearts. And, you know, it just has me to think, you know, at the end of of all of this, that, you know, the concerns and the topics that we are discussing at these debates are not the main topics. Like, yes, we know police brutality should be a main thing. We know police brutality probably is never going to change. We know the police need all type of training in the world based on top of the training that they already get. We know that the police can't stand or feel so threatened by Black. But this is the number one issue, when are we going to ever look into changing the gun laws? The gun laws are the main issue, the main topic. And it's like the thing that is just so appalling to me is that this topic is only brought up when there is a mass shooting. We didn't talk about this last week, we didn't talk about it a week before. We ain't talk about it last month. The last time we talked about it was when there was a shooting. I believe, um, I think, uh, Tamara uh, uh, niece or something was involved in it. That's the only time we brought it up again. We haven't brought it up at all. So now, tomorrow, we're going to get phony. He going to come on the TV. Going to give us some scripted shit. And we're going to look at him like... Okay man, what whatever the fuck because we know that he has people in NRA. We know that he works with people in NRA. We know that the NRA is his buddies. but you know, meanwhile, he's worrying about Baltimore. He's worrying about the rats. He's worrying about all of this when the biggest rat is himself. And you know it just comes to a point where you know America, the United States, People wanna come over here so much and they wanna come over here and take all of this freedom and they just feel that when they come here, they're just so free. But this is probably the worst country that they can probably ever come to because out of, if I quote this correctly from just looking on social media and just looking up some things, there has been 249, I believe, shootings, mass shootings in the United States alone. Any other country? Maybe one, zero, two. And when you look at these numbers and you look at these charts of all these white males and the numbers, and then you just look and put everything in perspective, it's just like, how? How can black people or be racist how can we be the people that everyone is so afraid of how can my color of my skin make you feel so low make you feel like you know you just the world is shattering upon you like how is that even fucking possible there's no there's no way that that can be possible. So we have this narrative here and the narrative that they give us is that all of these white men are either mentally ill or someone told them like they hear like it's just it's beyond me. But here we had a man in Texas sleeping in his car at the Taco Bell blackmail police come up to his car and shoot him while he's in the car. But here, every almost white national terrorist person that has committed these massive shootings have either gone away in handcuffs or 2% of them have been shot dead And it just puts things into perspective. If it doesn't put things in perspective for you, it puts things in perspective for me because I would never, ever say that black people are racist. I would never, ever agree that black people are racist. I would never, ever defend it at all because there's no way. With all the racism and the antics and the things that come to us every day, there's no way. Yes, we may have some that, you know, show some type of disgrace towards our own. And that's just something that we have to work on in the community. You know, like it's just something like, you know, we have a whole block party and we all just get together. And we just realize our flaws because, you know, we're a family. But at the end of the day, I can't see and I can't even imagine that a black person is like, oh, I can't even stand that, like, I just can't imagine. And if they are, I feel like there are reasons behind it. And, you know, the reasons behind any other race to be racial, things just don't add up. They just, they just sound crazy. They're just like all over the place. Like, nothing even makes any sense. So, the things that I wish that can change in America is that people really start to wake up and realize that the things that matter the most are the things that we should hold all of our politicians accountable for. There's no reason why you can go and purchase a gun before you can purchase anything else. Before you, need to, before you can get your driver's license, you have to pass the test. You have to know how to park. You have to hold your learners for a certain amount of time. You have to pi- pass the night. Like, there's no reason why you have all of these tests to gain certain things in the world, but you can go and get a gun with no problem. None whatsoever. So, you know, damn America, we need to really. Come and focus on the things that really matters. Who cares what Trump tweets? You know, Trump tweets 140 characters only to get aroused out of people. He just likes to see himself trending. He likes to see himself be talked about. You know how you have that one person and they're really not, you know, they just really of themselves. And if you're not talking about them or discussing them, they just feel like, what the fuck's going on here? Why is nobody? That's him. Like, I don't even really pay him any mind. It just makes me look at him like, I just really giggle and laugh because it's just a joke. Like, the whole Baltimore rat thing. Okay, Baltimore people talk about that them themselves. They done heard that plenty of times. Hell, you come from New York City. I'm sure there's some fucking rats rolling around up in the Trump Towers. Plenty of them. Like, give me a fucking break. Those are the things you rather be focusing on and talking about. So, you know, Damn America, we hope that we can narrow down the Democratic candidates to someone that has the fierceness, that has that drive, that really gets the important issues across. And don't get me wrong, there are some Democrats out there that are very shaky. And that's why I keep saying the main word, research. Because it's all in 20, ain't all 20 delightful, okay? And damn America, just with everything going on, I just can't see black people being racist. I'm sorry, I, I can't agree, I don't agree, I can't fathom, can't see it, and I just can't, I won't believe it. So, um, it's just a topic that came up, like I just, like my friend, she's always like, no, how, how can, like, explain? Like, I'm just like, yeah, like, there's no way, like, no way. There's no way at all, so, hey. But we just pray for everyone um, in El Paso, Texas. We pray for Texas. We pray for um, Ohio. I don't know, Texas. Texas, I believe, is a red state, I do believe. So, you know, we'll just see how things go with that. So, um, it's just so many things. Like, everything is just here, guys. Woo! So, let's get into our, our rising star. So, uh, give me one second. So, our rising star is Karina and Teresa Williams. So, these sisters, they started their own eco-friendly laundromat after getting tired of going to laundromats in New York City. So, they created this laundromat in Brooklyn, Um they so basically I guess the place that they used to go do their laundry, it was like on the corner of their like first apartment. It was like grimy, it was it was filthy, it was a mess, it was not what it caped up to be. So they they went in pretty much they renovated an old hair salon. To install top-of-the-line washers and dryers on the ground floor and a cafe on the top so the space was designed to be inviting inviting to customers who have to wait while their clothes are being cleaned so the the um sister teresa who also works as a designer she opted for a yellow and off-white color scheme in the laundry mat and you can probably follow their instagram page and look at the laundry mat it looks very good and i'll give the instagram page um so the cafe of course it has a lot of different options so while you're waiting for your clothes to dry you can just go upstairs to the cafe um they say that they go for the cafes to continually involve our food while we inform and feed customers in the most intentional way possible um so They have, like, I guess, like, local farmers that come through and, you know, help them out with their food menu and things like that. So, honestly, the food looks good. Like, it looks really good. Yeah, like, they got, like, a little piece of pie. Like, yeah, it looks real good. Um, Of course, the cafe is, like... Um, really like I believe very, uh, healthy because they have the eco-friendly, um, laundry mat. So, shout out to them. Like their main goal was to create a really warm space. And that's been the good feedback that they've been getting from customers. So... They almost look for excuses to come and wash because our space is more calming to some of them than their own apartment. So that's what some people are stating to them as far as feedback, Like They just look for them. Like, they just want to wash clothes because they're their uh, space of where everything is. So you can follow them on Instagram at C-E-L-S-I-O-U-S underscore social. That's C-E-L-S-I-O-U-S underscore social. So that's where you can follow their Instagram page and get some more information about them. And that's Karina and Teresa Williams. I'm sure they're based out of New York City, um, Brooklyn to be exact. So make sure you guys go check them out. So let's get into the shits. Now we were very serious in the beginning when we had our dear America and our damn America. So that's. The episode is called Dear America because it's a lot of shit going on and we got to write a letter to America about all these antics, okay? So, we hope that everyone in America uh, knows how to twerk, okay? Um, So, a lot of things have been going on. And I'm just gonna get right into it. So, the fucking Lori Harvey and Diddy. So, I told y'all that the Lori Harvey and Diddy thing, you know, I brought this up in previous episodes. I talked about it. I discussed it. I even told y'all that Lori Harvey was a pass around. She's getting passed around from Future to from Justin Combs to Trey Songs, whatever. And I even told y'all that, you know, she's best friends with EJ Johnson's sister. She spilled some tea on her, whatever. Now, this shit is getting ridiculous at this point because... Lori's on vacation with her family in Italy. Diddy's on vacation with his family in Italy. How convenient is that? So of course we get these pictures. We see them first three two weekends ago or three weekends ago. They were in New York City with matching outfits on. Oh wow. So you guys just called each other. Yeah I'm gonna wear blue stripes. Yeah you like no. We know how that goes, that's what they're doing. So they have these matching outfits on. Everyone is thinking like, no, they're not together. This is a rumor, this isn't true. His publicist comes out, let everyone know that this is just a rumor, this isn't true. Okay, so now we're in Italy, we see these pictures. Oh, Lori's rubbing on the back of his head. They're in his ear, telling jokes, they're laughing. He's helping her down the steps. Okay, this is the relationship now. They're dating. So he's 49, she's 22. What the fuck do they have in common? And on top of that, so you were rumored to be dating his son, Justin. So now you're dating the father. Oh, okay. And then when Kim Porter, God rest her soul, when she passed away, you gave us this really heartfelt message about how you adored her and all this other stuff. But now you're sleeping with her fucking baby father. Wow. And then on top of that, your stepfather is Steve Harvey, who's looking like he is about to just fucking lose the shits, lose his mind. Because, you know, Steve was trying to get back into the good graces because the show got canceled. So he's just doing any and everything just so people can realize and recognize that it's still Steve. And then we also know that your mother is Mordrie, and Mordrie was definitely a fucking cunt, And she was just all over the place doing the most. And she basically trained you to do the most. So there we have it. What are we going to say about this, union? Nothing. If we think this is a hot girl summer, it isn't. We're down. At at first I said 5,000, maybe 10. Maybe down 10,000 points because this right here is absurd. Um... Diddy was cool with me. I liked Diddy. I didn't have a problem with him. But, you know, you know, if anybody knows me, T.I., I I have a list for T.I. And T.I. is on the top of my fucking shit list. I can't fucking stand him. But now I think I'm putting Diddy over top of him and I can't fucking stand Diddy. You know, Diddy is a fucking rumored to be a wife beater because, you know, he beat on uh, Kim Porter broke her nose. Had the surgeon come and fix her nose, okay? Cause he gets fucking out of hand. And then a little side chick, I saw an interview where he beats on her, grabbed her hair, yanked her while in front of his kids outside. You know, just certain shit, okay? And one thing I can't condone: con- cheating is another thing. We know men's gonna cheat. Black men gonna cheat. They gonna do whatever. But the point where that everything gets a little crazy and gets a little bit too much to me when niggas start putting their hands on bitches. Like that I can't do because that's some pussy ass shit. And you know, the fact that he's raising daughters, you know, this is just beyond. And he's raising young black men. And the fact that you're even thought, thaw- the fact that you're dating someone that has dated your son. And I'm sure they play pussy. And I'm sure they fucked. Okay. And... The fact that you're kind of... If we want to look at this, people... He may be doing the same shit that R. Kelly is doing... But he's just doing it a little bit different. You know, he's manipulating these bitches. He, he gets them young. The only bitch that he didn't get to manipulate... And this bitch used him to the fullest... Is fucking J-Lo. J-Lo saw the prize. She went for the prize. She grabbed it. And that was fucking stardom. Okay? She got out there. She got one to stay with him for a little bit. Got her little ruckus on the thing. And now this bitch has been married two, three, four times. Okay. And now we look at Cassie. She has the strength. She got that fucking trainer. Got the little bit of money. Got the fuck up out of there. Okay. And got pregnant and engaged. So. If these women can move on and do these things, it has to be something wrong with the nigga. And, you know, that age gap there. Like, I'll probably be okay if maybe she was, like, 30, 31. This bitch is 22. 22. Like, what the fuck could y'all have in common right now? Like, what the fuck is it? And... I know it's some more it's gonna be some more shit that's gonna hit this it is, and I'm just waiting for it to offload. I don't know what's gonna hit I don't know how it's gonna hit. I don't know when it's gonna hit, but I just know it's gonna hit and you know I just can't I just can't do Diddy I can't do him. you know even though he wants to bring back making of the band that's cool I, I bring it back. But I just can't do him. Like, now that I've done seen this, like, I can't do him. And it's so crazy because he a fucking Scorpio. And y'all know I love me a good Scorpio. But I just can't do this Scorpio. I can't. Can't do it. So, you know. So, he's just on, but he's sick. Sick. Like, when I saw the photos, I was like, damn. Like, really? Wow. And people talking about he mourning. It. Mourning who? Mourning what? Please ain't fucking mourning a goddamn thing. So, you know, I, like that has been like the topic, like the topic, like the topic. So, ASAP Rocky is the free man. They f- f- freed him, let him go. Um, He was at Kanye's Sunday service uh, there. So, I guess he was trying to, you know, get the public word, I guess. Um, to help him out, um, so he's he's free, y'all. He's free. So speaking of free, so Tristan Thompson is free. He lets us know that he was single when he got with Chloe. And he lets us know that, you know, he trying to be a better man, blah, blah, blah. You know, the thing about it is, after these niggas cheat and then cause all these damage, then they come back with these fucking posts and apologies and shit and all this other shit. Nigga, we didn't ask. We just want you to take care of your child, be there for the children, whatever. We didn't need it. I didn't need it. I didn't ask for it. I, the 140 characters, you could have said. Like, niggas like to do a lot with this 140 characters. It's only 140. Like, damn, that's all it is. It's only 140 characters. That's it. Why do you do so much with the 140 characters? I don't know. But, goddamn, it's only 140. Like, that's it. That's all you get. And he wants to just tell us all these things. Like, bro, we didn't ask. We don't care. Like, Tristan Thompson, he puts the fucking... He makes the B in black... And the M and men and the C and cheat he capitalizes the shit off that shit and he just use it to the fullest cause he's a cheater for sure. And the one thing I know about him, he give fuck about no Chloe and he give fuck about the baby mother, the first one. Okay. And as far as I'm concerned, it's the summertime. He probably can't wait to be free from these bitches. Okay. He ain't thought it didn't come across his mind, all right, he used that poor girl to get out, all right, now her little friendship is over, she in magazines talking about, you know, she missed Kylie, and she want to get back, or whatever, so now he didn't diminished that little friendship, she didn't had that long longevity friendship, okay, it's a wrap, all because this nigga wanted to get out, and he ain't had the balls to get out, okay, so, you know, it's just certain shit that we don't need, and we ain't need that, Cause I ain't I really didn't ask Didn't care We already know you a cheater Like why the fuck do we need Like cheat? Like niggas really wanna Like explain everything Like nigga We don't care Like And then then it's like you know It starts to the point Where you already know What the nigga gonna say So you like finishing His sentences and shit Cause you already know What he gonna say Cause the nigga say the same thing Same thing Like that shit sounds like A dead ass recording Same shit So You know Um a lot of shit is happening. Love and Hip Hop Hollywood is coming back on Monday. And this is Moniece last season. We got Lil Fizz in April there. Matter of fact, Lil Fizz is not even probably going to make it to Toronto this week. On today, Sunday, whatever day. They supposed to be performing a little B2K. Because he was at the goddamn Omarion's son's birthday party playing daddy. And Amarion is at the fucking concert getting the money and to start dancing. So, you know, we'll see. We see where all that's going. Um... Of course we got A1 and Lyrica on there A1 is supposed to have them cheating on Lyrica Messing with this bitch named Summer Bunny Who's the same bitch that fucked up All set and Cardi marriage or whatever It's just a lot of juicy shit going on And um mona knows how to rule them in like this if anything mona knows how to reel them in now she really do like she must be selling she must be selling these niggas berries and fruits and all types of shit because these people sign up and just do the crazy things the storylines be fake uh she didn't kirk on love and hip-hop atlanta they don't you know just, the room has it is the child canon it's not even really Kirk's it's somebody else's child the girl that's playing jazz man her name not really she's not even the real jack like there's just some shit going on okay and Mona does anything and everything to get these people out here get these stories out here and then it's out and shit just gets crazy okay just just, just all over the fucking place but it's coming it's coming on Monday coming on Monday okay Michelle on there she want to take over the country bro. okay? So, she's on there giving us her music and all the other antics that the fuck she does. So, it should be an interesting season. Um, I don't see where it wouldn't be. Um, I don't see where uh, it's going to be a dudes fest like uh, Miami. It should be very entertaining. So, uh, we shall see. Uh, entertainment at its best. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know if people keep up with real housewives of potomac but real housewives potomac um ashley darby she just had a baby and you know on the potomac episode there was an episode where her husband was getting sued by one of the camera guys because he sexually harassed him you know michael that's his name he had a tendency to go around grab you know men's butts and you know if you're an athlete like if you're athlete i'm sorry you're in athletics football you know after the good game your teammate may slap you on the ass i don't know if they doing that i'm just assuming but you know no male straight male i don't even think gay men even do this either is going around grabbing asses and you know She's defending him this whole episode, which she should, you know, she's, that's her husband. And it's just, it's just some funny shit going on, you know. And he's walking around, he's grabbing asses. The cameraman, you can hear him saying like, you know, don't do that, you know, you know, chill out. And what I think from everything is, I think he had a relationship with the cameraman, and the cameraman just got fed up. He's over it. He's sick of it. He don't want to be the side joint anymore. And he got fed up and he cussed his ass out at the fucking thing. Okay. And now Ashley, she done sat here. And you know, it happens. Like some people get into marriages because there are things that they want, not things that they need, things that they want. And she probably wants a child. She probably, you know, wanted finances, you know, things like that because he is older. So you got your child baby's born you got a little baby boy unfortunately the baby boy looks just like the father um so what do i do know what i do think and feel is that ashley darby has her a gay husband and it's nothing wrong with that to them this may be something that they enjoy a lot of people do some kinky things in their relationships because they want to keep up the fucking spice Because they think if they keep up the spice, it won't keep their partner from dibbling dabbling and trying to spice it with somebody else, okay? So you never know what the people went to. But what I can say is this. This is some shit, okay? And, you know, shit goes down on these Real Housewives. And when the shit goes down, the shit hits the fan. And shit is in the blogs. And things are read. And things are coming out. And perspectives are, you know getting drawn up so my perspective on all of this is that congratulations girl congratulations on the baby we's happy for you and it's nothing really you know else that we can say about it it's just that we happy we happy we happy that you had a baby by your gay husband and we just love y'all so y'all just be merry and have a good time it. be gracious Be gracious. And, you know, I'm a reality TV junkie, so I kind of live off of reality. And that's kind of bad because the bitch should be educating herself, looking at bios and shit. And, you know, basketball-wise has been really good this season so far. And, you know, I used to couldn't stand Evelyn and, you know, Jen. I didn't like them in upcoming seasons. And, you know, now it's a thing where they're beefing whatever. And I did see this deleted scene excuse me, where Evelyn's daughter is saying, you know, who is Jennifer without Evelyn? Like, who is she? And, you know, I came across this little post and this lady is basically breaking it down, honey. And basically she's saying, you know, Shanice is delusional. Anyone out in Miami knew that, knew that for years, before Basketball Wise became an idea, most of the come up was from Jen letting Evelyn into the Basketball Wives Circle. Truth is Evelyn was a well known pass-around that could not get into the wives circle for years until she befriended Jennifer. There is a reason Jennifer ex husband, Eric, hated having them hang out his, hang out with his wife an official an unofficial basketball wife associating with the jump off. Like he his wife didn't like his her husband and like his wife hanging out with the jump balls so her ex so evelyn's ex-fiance had no plans on marrying her but he did help her connect with the elites but the truth is jennifer made her official when she accepted evelyn and no evelyn was not okay so you know the big thing with Evelyn and Jennifer is that Jennifer said some things to Malaysia to Shawnee about Shanice, saying how, you know, Evelyn was never home. She needs to take care of the bills. She needs to be doing that. Because basically Evelyn was out home. okay? And this girl is basically saying, Yeah, it is true. Like Shanice, um Evelyn was not home and Shanice, you know, with Shanice. And, you know, that is true. And so, you know, that sparked up Evelyn because it was just like, okay, bitch, I done told you these things. You're supposed to be my girl. And you done went and repeated these things. Like, damn, I thought we was mending our friendship, this, that, and the third. But, you know, a lot of people sleep on Jennifer Williams. And I think it's because she's like the underdog. You know how you have, like, friendships and sometimes in friendships you have a... A person that may be the underdog in the friendship that people not even really paying that much attention to, but in real, but in but in reality, they are the shit friend. That is what Jennifer is. So in this in this friendship with Evelyn, she's the friend that's the shit, and unfortunately, people is overlooking her being the friend that's the shit and looking at Evelyn. And you know, I always thought Evelyn was a hoe, and I always thought that she, you know owned up to her wholeness at a certain time. I don't know. But the thing about it is this season, it's, um, it's, it's pretty good. Um, I'm sure all the tea and everything has been coming out this season and getting juicy and, you know, Tammy, it's her last season and, you know, certain things like that. But I definitely didn't agree with Evelyn's daughter saying, you know, who is Jennifer without she wouldn't... Like, no. I definitely didn't agree with that statement. Like, girl, your mother done had three fiancés. Three. And one of them, she happened to get a baby out of. Okay? Three fiancés. So, to think about it is, hun, your mother, your mother, huh? and and I know it's hard to accept, these things, but it's just the truth. That's just what it is. That's just the reality of it. So, in love of her. And, um, unfortunately, you know, I guess she's praying and hoping that you don't become a hoe if you're not already one, you know, a, a, a younger version of her, you know? So, you know, all we can do is just sit back and eat our popcorn and watch this shit unravel because I'm sure this this girl on Instagram, she definitely added Basketball Wives uh, when she was breaking it down, giving us the shits. So, I'm sure this shit is going to be up on topic, trending somewhere. And it's going to be discussed and be into this shit. So, we um, shall see. Um, And to close out the Twerk Something segment. Because that Lori Harvey just really took me down. I think while we're doing a Dear America as the topic of this show today, maybe we should say or give a letter to all the thoughts out there. So let's just pin a letter to all the thoughts. And we're just gonna say, dear thoughts, please make sure that you guys are just making a better example you guys are just leading with good faith and that you guys honestly, honestly do not think that these niggas are going to be respecting y'all because if you keep up with these stylish ass ways, there's no way for these niggas to respect you. They are just going to keep walking all over you and just keeping you and treating you what you are to be and that's that. So while we pen this letter today to you thoughts and to, you know, everyone that's inspiring to be a thought, we just hope and pray that you guys are just realizing and understanding that these thoughtish ways are not going to get you far and that we just hope and pray that you don't end up like Lori Harvey and you don't end up like an Evelyn Lazada, and that you just really, really, really look deep down in your hearts and in your soul and just remember that we can't have a good hot girl summer if you keep bringing us down instead of taking us up, okay? And sincerely, Shanghai Chronicles. Okay, so let's get into what you won't do. So what you won't do, Drake, is give us old songs. I'm listening to the CD, I'm like, okay, this shit I'm like, hold up. I heard this already. Let me get to the next. I heard that one, too. Okay, niggas. So, you gave us all the songs from your mixtapes, from the SoundClouds. Like, damn. Then we really needed it. Niggas can just log into the SoundCloud. Like, I thought you were really giving us something new, Drake. I thought you was giving us something that was just going to be out of this world. But you weren't. You was giving us the same old shit. Okay? And I don't think we needed it. We didn't. I don't think we needed it. I think you could have came a little bit harder. Okay? And what you won't do, Fabulous, is try to convince us that you're still with Emily listen okay you did that little snapchat tell us a whole bunch of fucking lies you don't know how to spell what your post TI to come and correct you see how the cheaters look after each other okay your thoughts need to start looking after each other just like the cheaters look after each other okay they 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 in a goddamn society and you're not gonna convince us that you're still with Emily because you're not. Okay? I wouldn't even be with your ass after you knocked all my damn teeth out of my mouth. Okay? So, stop trying to convince us that y'all still together. We know you was having a meeting with that teacher, and it is what it is. So, that's what you want to do. Okay? So, what you want not do, Drake, is give us all these old ass songs from this mixtape on this new so-called album. Okay? And then what you want not do, Fabulous, is try to convince us that you're still with Emily. Bruh. We, we, we don't believe it, bruh. We, we we don't see it bro. it's not it's not coming together for us bro. like not at all like she's not i don't even think she y'all had claimed like she did a little post it, it was just like all over the place but when we read them between the lines it was just like no i'm not really with this nigga so she's not even out here claiming you okay not at all so this is episode 87 dear america I hope you guys have a wonderful work week. I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. Um, you can catch us, of course, on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. Okay, please make sure you download. Also follow us on Instagram, Shanghai underscore chronicles. Um, also my personal page is Shanghai 87. Uh, so yet again, everyone have a wonderful work week. Okay. Good people. We are praying for all the people in El Paso. We're praying for the whole United States of America. Also playing for everyone that's in Dayton, Ohio. Also, to that wonderful black man That helped save all those children And that Walmart And helped them not get killed Lord Jesus I just thank the Lord for the you And I thank the Lord for you Because You were a nice, intelligent black man. The black man doesn't get too much, you know, respect these days, doesn't get too much uh, consideration, doesn't get too much acknowledgement for the things that they do good. And it always takes the black person to save the day all the time. Uh, So just shout out to him. So yet again, everyone, have a good work week. You can catch all previous episodes on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, and I am out.